showing you how to reignite the embers of a distant and lonely relationship into a blazing, emotionally intimate connection. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul crush in love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can rekindle your relationship by pouring a little gas on your relationship ember. This podcast is for informational purposes and should not be misconstrued for specific relationship advice. For advice for your specific relationship, seek a local couples therapist for relationship counseling for couples therapy. In today's episode, we are talking about cracking the code to emotional intimacy so you can consistently feel seen and special by your partner. So last Friday, after six months of lockdown, patios finally reopened. We had a brief two week, just kidding, back in March where we got to go to patios before we were locked right down. Since March, we've been in state of emergencies, lockdowns, and it has been grueling. It has been hard. And the biggest saving grace has been the sun shining through the windows and the warm weather to get outside. That being said, I keep telling my husband, All I want to be around is a thousand strangers so I can see them, I can feel part of humanity, and I want to talk to acquaintances. I have loved staying in touch with my closest friends, but being apart from acquaintances and strangers made me realize how much value they really add to my life. So after six months, patios finally reopened and we walked a kilometer and a half down from our house to sit on a new patio we had never been to before. The restaurant took down the backyard parkade and put up a makeshift wooden fence, a whole bunch of picnic tables, and away we were. It was almost like a beer garden, except for the plastic dividers at the picnic tables and that you had to be seated and for sure six feet apart. So as we sat there, I was watching this couple and their gazes seemed to be burning into each other. It was as if they were oblivious to the 50 other people around them. As I watched them, they sampled each other's beers, tasted each other's food, all while keeping their gazes firmly fixed on each other. There were no phones. There were no silences, just palpable connection. And I sat there thinking, how long do I think this couple had been together? My guess? was it was a new relationship. Why did I think that? Because new love lights up the pleasure center in our brain. In a flash, it becomes effortless to talk, to gaze, to caress each other. Have you ever looked over at a couple like this and had conflicting feelings? On the one hand, you feel infuriated by their public display of affection and wish they would just get a room. But on the other hand, you're struck with a prick of envy and you long for the good old days where you could be like that too. After spending nearly six months mostly talking to my husband, sometimes I feel like a dried up well with nothing left to say. I've shared everything with him. I haven't gone on adventures without him and my days are pretty much the same day in, day out. With my shoulders slumped and feeling somewhat jealous of this couple in love, I excused myself to head to the washroom. While I was in there, 
I decided I was over feeling sorry for myself and I was going to set the stage to rekindle connection with my husband. And of course, I had a little voice in my head that was like, I wish he did it or I wish it would just be easy. But I know that's just not the way it goes sometimes. If I want something, I need to take responsibility. So here's what I did. When I returned, I didn't take my position across the table from him like I did when we were eating. Instead, I told him to scooch over. Yep, I got him really up close to that plastic divider that separated us from the people on the other side of the picnic bench. Told him to slide over so we could sit next to each other. So close, we were touching, and it was also the perfect distance that I could softly speak in his ear. I put my phone away so I wouldn't be tempted to scroll on Instagram for no particular reason other than, oh my gosh, my phone is there and I wanna scroll. And as we sat there together, we started just looking around, talking about the fence, the old pickup truck in the middle of the place that we were, the picnic tables and how nice it was to see people. This conversation slowly started to slide into memories that we've had about our favorite summer times together. Since the patio was rustic with a makeshift wooden fence and with that old truck for decor, it reminded us of the Calgary Stampede where we have spent countless nights two-stepping the night away. As we talked about old memories, I felt our connection began to rekindle. Because we were sitting close, it felt easy to place our hands on each other. And when his beer was finished, together we drank mine. Well, one sip at a time. I bet any other couple on that patio could have looked over at us and taken us for a newly dating couple. By the time we finished walking home that one kilometer, we were smitten all over again, walking hand in hand, smiles on our faces, and chattering about this, that, and nothing at all. Even though we have spent the last six months locked down together, and basically, although the last six months were locked down, there was only a brief period last summer where really we were free-ish to go. Our lockdown here has been pretty difficult. We found a way to reconnect. We found a way to make the conversation flow so easily. And the truth is, creating emotional intimacy can be very simple, but there are some key ingredients that you really need. You need two people that are willing to connect, willing, willing to be open-minded to doing a little bit of work to have it flow naturally. You need two people who genuinely enjoy each other. And this is something that I call intrinsic, well, I don't call it, it's a a variable called intrinsic motivation. I read a study a number of years ago by Rempel and colleagues that talked about factors that are important to be there for couples that are building emotional connection as well as a safe and trusting relationship. And one of the factors that surprised me initially when I read it, but wasn't all that shocking, is that you need intrinsic motivation to build emotional intimacy. And what that means is you need to get true enjoyment, pleasure, and satisfaction just from being around that person. Because when we feel that, our partner feels that we feel that sense of joy and satisfaction and just pleasure around being with them. And then because we feel it, they feel it more. And so when we get pleasure just by being with that person, we feel more connected. Recently, I've put out a mini course called the Emotional Intimacy Blueprint. And that factor, that pillar of intrinsic motivation is just one of the seven pillars. Another thing that my partner and I did on that patio to create that emotional intimate connection 
was using just safe touch to bolster that connection, being close that our legs were touching and eventually putting hands on each other's laps. It's just these little things that actually begin to release bonding hormones in our nervous systems and help us connect to each other. Touch is actually another pillar, another one of the pillars in my course called the Emotional Intimacy Blueprint. And touch is one of the ones I go over some of them in higher level detail. And then others of the pillars, I break down a bit more and give you a worksheet and some practical strategies for how to incorporate them into your relationship today. And touch is one I talk about in a fair bit more detail, how to use it in a nurturing, safe way, non-sexual way to bolster your connection. Another thing that we did on that patio to reboot our connection was just being open to reminisce about past memories and boom, You know, just by being willing, being open, using touch, talking about the past, we were off. And it didn't take much more effort than that. That honeymoon phase the other couple seemed to have, gosh, it only lasts like two weeks to two years. And after that, lasting love requires attention and a hint of work. And it all comes down to your willingness to approach your partner with the same willingness and open-mindedness and effort that you had when things were first starting out. And yes, it's not going to be like the lusty fun that is there at the very beginning, but you can get something that smolders and crackles and burns beneath the surface. So if you are feeling stuck about how do you practically set the conditions for this in your relationship, I have just the thing for you. And you've heard me talk about it. It's the Emotional Intimacy Blueprint. Inside, you'll get six videos to help you understand emotional connection, as well as some step-by-step worksheets to help you incorporate some practical tools for how to connect in your relationship. And you could use them as soon as today. So if you want a smoldering connection in an old relationship, yes. It will feel different than that lusty passion of a new one, but it can feel just as wonderful. And imagine if you had that blueprint to help you find that connection so that other couples were looking over at you with that hint of envy about your connection. So if you want this, just check out the show notes and check out that emotional intimacy blueprint. See if it could help you restoke the flame in your relationship. Recently this week on Instagram, I posted about what is the number one thing that kills emotional intimacy. It's emotional neglect. When we don't create the time, use the strategies to create the connection that we've dreamed of. That's the reason we get into relationships. It's really hard to keep connection going. It requires us to set aside time to put our phones away. It requires us to be curious about our partners and ask them questions and get to know them just like we did in the beginning. It requires us to set aside time for snuggling or kissing or touching just to keep that connection alive. So if you want to put an end to the lonely feeling in your chest and find your way back to that person's arms that feel like home, yes, there's a few things you need to do to create that connection. One is have a partner that is willing to do it with you Two, create some time and three, use a little bit of strategy to create that smoldering bond that can withstand the test of time. And again, if you need some help, just check out the show notes so you can click on that link so you can learn more about the emotional intimacy blueprint. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. 
If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.